Hi, welcome to Moments with Marilyn. I'm your host, Marilyn Boyer, the mom of 14 homeschool kids. It is my privilege and my passion to share tips and tools with young moms, things that I've learned over the years of homeschooling that I help hope will make your journey easier. Today, our topic is outdoor fun. And I just really felt like I needed to share some creative ways to spend time outdoors with your kids. It seems like in this day and age with so much um, screen time and internet, a lot of people are struggling to find things to do outdoors. That was not an issue when I was raising my kids, there was no internet. Um, so we had a lot of creative things to do outdoors and I just wanted to share some of those things with you. There's also a lady who I really would love to interview on my podcast soon. I've talked to her. Her name is Ginny. I forget her last name, but she talks about spending a thousand hours outdoors with your kids. And I just really feel like um, it might get your creative juices going to share with you some of the things that you can do outdoors. First of all, we have a huge sandbox. Of course, having 14 kids, we needed a large space. So we just built a huge sandbox. We brought truckloads of sand in and filled it up. And we've got all kinds of fun things to do in the sandbox. Um, we've got little excavators. We've got castle molds. We've got plenty of shovels, including um, real shovels for kids. We've got little molds to build ice cream cones. That's one of my favorite ones to do. We've got alphabet molds. We've got trucks. You know, we've got all kinds of toys out there, plus your regular pails and shovels. But it, kids will spend hours out there in the sandbox. And, you know, our kids are not, are past sandbox level now. They're raised, but we have grandkids. We've got 26 grandkids. And I've often thought, maybe I should get rid of the sandbox because you get sand tracked in your house and all that. A little hard to clean up after, but the grandkids love it so much. And it's a great activity for me to go out and spend time with them. You know, when you're out there around the sandbox, you can talk to them about concerns they have, what's on their mind. It's just a great way to connect with your kids. So, and it's easy, you know, you get it out there, you you keep it out there and it's hundreds of hours worth of fun for kids. Another thing is hike in the woods. Now we are fortunate to have a little patch of woods behind our house and we've made such great use of that. The kids used to have their own little houses in the woods. They'd set apart a house for themselves and they would use rocks for plates and leaves for food and um, they'd use a branch to brush the floor and clean it up. Um, just so much fun. Little rocks to sit on for, and rocks for tables and use moss for food. I mean, there's just endless possibilities. Um, if you don't have woods near your house, it's great to just go somewhere every now and then and take a hike in the woods. There's so much to see in the woods. You can walk through the woods and not notice it, but if you call it to the attention of your kids, the different kinds of leaves in the fall, especially we collect the different kinds of leaves and learn their names. There's acorns, there's wildflowers, there's um, rocks, different kinds of rocks to collect, different kinds of mosses, different kinds of bark. 
there's just so much. We also have the blessing of having a little creek that goes through our patch of woods too. And we've spent a lot of time in the woods over the years. The boys would sometimes take a picnic and go to the big rocks and eat their picnic. And we do that with the grandkids now. Um, it's just, it's something, especially in the summer when it's hot, it's so much, ref much more refreshing to take a walk in the woods. A picnic lunch. You know, sometimes my daughter will do a picnic lunch for the grandkids and hide the different parts and have the kids hunt for it, and that's fun too. But even just a picnic lunch on the picnic table or a picnic lunch out on the big rocks or going somewhere, going to a park. Um, we live near the Blue Ridge Mountains. Sometimes we would take a picnic up to the picnic tables up near the, the big James River up there and have a picnic up there. There's just something special about a picnic. Sometimes we'd get a bucket of fried chicken and some boiled eggs and just go have a picnic up there in the mountains. And the kids get excited about that. Building site. We always had a huge garden through the years because we had a lot of kids to feed. But in the winter, you know, once the garden was passed, our kids would use the garden to build houses. And I tell you what, they built some amazingly complicated houses. My older sons would be apprenticed in the drywall job with my husband. So they worked on a lot of new homes and they would see the construction of these new homes. So then they would go and duplicate it in the garden and they built some amazing structures in the garden. They had whole towns, you know, they had whole subdivisions, towns, um, restaurants, police department, fire department, all kinds of things they built in the garden. And yes, they would come in and they would be dirty and I would have to wash dirt off their clothes. But you know, they got hours of fun out of doing that. I think sometimes we don't realize how much we're stifling our kids' creativity by letting them watch things, watch TV or watch stuff on the internet. It really does something to their brains. And in another episode, we will deal with that. I'm actually working on someone to interview who's done research on that. But it does things to their brains and it's not real good. So, you know, if you just live, give them time to be outside and to create, you'll be amazed at what your kids will think up to do without the distraction of all that screen time. Treehouse, we had kids, we had different kinds of treehouses through the years, but one of my daughters wanted to build a treehouse to read in. Reading was not something she really enjoyed. But she thought to be up there in the branches of the tree would be a great reading spot. So we did that. We put together a tree house, and she would go up there to read. Um, plus, she, she had all kinds of creative things. She had a bucket on a string that she would let down from the tree house. And she put a ship's window. We, we found one, and we put that in the tree house. We had a bell to ring. Um, she kind of dedicated it after one of the World War II vets, named her treehouse after him. But, and now the grandkids use it. It's getting to where it needs a little bit of reinforcement because it's been there a lot of years. But the grandkids love it now. And this summer, we plan to reinforce that and build a little railing around it so the little, little grandkids can go up there and enjoy it too. There's just something fun about a treehouse and to be up there among the branches. And again, when it gets hot in the summer, it's nice to be under the cool shade of the tree and have something fun to do. The little girls, um, sometimes we'll put the little 
playhouse kitchen up there, and they'll go up there and play house in the treehouse. Climbing trees. <laughs> we had some trees as the kids were growing up, maple trees that were perfect for climbing. And our kids used to love to go up in the trees and read. They'd find a branch where you could kind of lay back and read, or they'd just go up there for fun and be in the trees. And, you know, you need to teach your kids caution so that they don't do anything stupid and fall and break their arm. But it's so good for kids to be able to create and have fun and to climb trees. It's a great activity. Cornhole. Recently, we had somebody build us a cornhole. And that is a fun game. Um, you know, you can move it a little bit closer if you've got real little kids doing it. We've also got outdoor games like horseshoes and badminton and lawn darts and croquet and those sticky balls. You put the mitt on your hand and throw the ball back and forth. We've got a water table with those little cool beads for kids to play with. Um, it's just fun to be outside. And if you have activities that promote being outside, your kids will make use of them. You might have to do it with them to get them in the habit of doing it and to help them to see how much fun it is. Washing doll clothes. Now, this is something my sister and I used to do, and you don't hear much about that anymore, but we got a little clothesline and we hung it very low so that little kids could reach it. And then we got a basin and some soap and we had the little girls wash and, and scrub the doll clothes and then rinse them and hang them with clothespins on the line to dry. And I tell you what, that's so much fun for kids. It's something you might not think about. You know, we all use washers and dryers pretty much now. But this is just a really fun activity for the girls to practice homemaking skills and just to have fun washing clothes for their dolls. Another thing, sometimes we'll take our dollhouse outside so the kids can play with it on the patio or in the grass. Also, the matchboxes, we'll take them outside. We also have a play kitchen, and the grand girls love to take the kitchen out. When we take it outside, I'll put water in the sink, and they can wash the dishes, and we've got play food, and they can play restaurant or house or whatever out there outside and benefit from that fresh air and that oxygen and that sunshine. It's so important for kids. A water slide. My daughter has one of these, and she'll get the grandkids, and they'll have a blast sliding down a little hill on the water slide. Water balloons. That's another fun activity. You've, the kids even enjoy filling the water balloons up with water. And then go out and throw them at each other. We always have a rule, you can't hit the heads, but you know, hit them from the neck below. And that's a fun thing. Another thing is a marshmallow fight. We do this every year. Um, you know, marshmallows don't hurt. And we'll pass marshmallows out to the kids and let them have a marshmallow fight, throw them at each other. And I love joining in. It's a lot of fun. Our dog tries to go around and eat the marshmallows that are, that are down. <laughs> Um, BB guns. Now, the boys love, and the girls, making targets and then shooting BB guns. And we, we give them instruction. We teach them how to handle a gun properly. But we go out and we take turns. The kids get in a line and, okay, it's your turn. Now it's your turn. So it's done safely. But the kids learn some skills. And they get so excited about getting closer and closer to that bullseye and hitting the mark and learning to handle a gun well. 
Nerf guns is another thing that doesn't need supervision, and we've got Nerf balls and Nerf guns, and the kids love to play that. They'll stage all these battles. Sometimes they'll stage battles from history and use Nerf guns. Um, that's another thing is acting out history. You know, our kids have listened to a lot of the Uncle Rick audios, and they know so much history from listening to Rick, my husband, record old books for kids, and they learn so much history, and then they'll act it out. The grandkids act it out. Recently, one of my grandsons was with a friend of his, and they were playing, and the little boy came to his mom and said, Mom, he always wants to be George Washington. But, you know, it's great. It's great for kids to act out what happened in history. It's so good for them. Play-Doh. Now, generally, this is an indoor activity, but I used to have a little table. Now I use the picnic table. I used to have a little kid's table, and I would let the kids go out there and take the molds and the plastic knives and play Play-Doh outside. And then if any drops, it's on the ground. You don't have a mess to clean up. Kids will play with hours with, for, with Play-Doh. If you've got all the molds, we'd have molds of cows and horses and sheep and and then we had a lot of kitchen things like cake and candy and pizza. And kids can make their own creations or they can use the molds to play the games. But we found it will occupy them for hours and it's a great outdoor activity. Reading, as I say, my one daughter wanted to go to the treehouse to do her reading, but a lot of the kids would go outside to do their reading, even if it was school reading. It's so much nicer to do it outside in the sun in early spring and catch up. Um, it's just a, a neat thing to do. And in the summer, you know, to occupy them, let them read outside. Planting and caring for vegetables or flowers. As I say, we always had a big garden and we would assign rows to certain kids. So this child was responsible for this row of corn and this row of beans or this row of tomatoes and this row of squash. So they were responsible to plant it, to weed it, to pick it, and it was fun. You know, they would see, they would have the benefit of the satisfaction of seeing a job well done and getting the crop and bringing it in and being able to, we used to can or freeze the produce from the garden. Flowers. A lot of the kids loved having their own flower garden, and I'd let them go choose their flowers um, and it was usually annuals, and they would have a real pretty flowery garden. They'd have their own little spot where they could plant their flowers and weed and take care of it and water it. It's a great activity. They learn, they're learning about vegetables, they're learning about plants, but at the same time, they're having fun too, and they're being outside. It's so good for kids to be in the dirt. Planes. Now, I'll put a link in the show notes to these planes that I found, but they are kind of styrofoamy planes, but they are so cool. They teach aeronautics. It depends on how you put the, um, the wings in as to how they fly. Sometimes they fly straight, sometimes they go up in the air and spin around and around and around and come down. And it's great for teaching principles of aeronautics, but it's a fun game. I will play this with my grandkids. We'll do it for hours, we'll really get into it. Uh, my one little grandson, Matthew, will say, where it stops, nobody knows, and then he'll throw the plane, and sometimes it will go around and around and around and around, and it's fun to see where it does end up. 
Finger painting, this is another usually indoor activity, but it's best outside if you've got a table that you can cover it with newspaper or even a picnic table, you could just wash it off after. Finger painting is a lot of fun. And we've also done finger painting with pudding. And then if the kids actually, if they're real little and they put it in their mouth, it's not a big deal. But that's another great fun activity. Clay, our kids have had so much fun with clay creations. You can do so much with clay. We have books that show things they can make out of clay, whether it's people or animals or food. Um, you know, our kids have really gotten creative. We had one daughter that built uh, nativity out of clay. And it's, it's fun. It is just fun. It's kind of things that are forgotten nowadays, but it's so much fun to do. Another one is a wildflower collection. We would collect wildflowers and press them and then put them in a scrapbook and label them, find out what kind of wildflowers they are and what kind of soil they like to grow in. We would do the same things with autumn leaves. This last autumn, we collected pretty beautiful autumn leaves with my grandkids. I made copies of them on the copier, and then I put them through our little laminator. And then we cut them out and we put them on a, a ring, a loose ring. And on the leaf, we would write the name of the leaf. We would look it up. We'd find out whether it was a maple or a persimmon or an oak or a, um, a hickory, whatever. We'd write the name so the kids could learn to identify trees by the leaves. But it was a fun activity, and they were so colorful. When you copy them on the copier, it retains that vibrancy. It's gorgeous. Painting rocks. We've done this. The kids love to do that. Whenever we find a good rock when we're in the woods that would lend itself well to painting on it, we will bring it home. And the kids can paint rocks. They can paint one to go on the front porch, or they can paint, as a, paint it as a gift to give away. They can personalize it. They can draw flowers on it. Just let them get creative with finding ways to paint rocks or make it into an animal by painting it. It's a very fun thing to do. Popsicle stick creations. And my guys loved doing this. We generally did this indoors, but you could use an extension cord for your glue gun and take it outdoors too. My boys, as I say, worked on the construction site and they saw all kinds of um, complex buildings. So they would build them with popsicle sticks. We'd use glue guns and stick them together, and they built some amazing, amazing structures with popsicle sticks. Really fun. Uses creativity. Coloring, just plain old coloring. There's all kinds of coloring, like color by number, or just simple coloring for little kids, or um, coloring a Bible verse. I've seen a lot of those Bible verse coloring books, and they can give it away as a gift. Some of my grandkids did this for me. They colored a pretty picture of a Bible verse, and I have it hanging in a frame in my, um, in my hall right now. So get creative with that, coloring or painting, whatever. Popsicles. We love making popsicles in the summertime. We've made yogurt pops. We've made fruit pops, and you can make them so they're healthy, a healthy alternative. Kids love doing that. And then let them eat them outside. And if they, they're drips, they are dripping outside. Watermelon, that's another fun thing to do outside. I recently saw this cookie cutter, well, I guess watermelon cutter, in the shape of a slice of watermelon. And you can slice, cut your watermelon in half and then go around and get watermelon slices from this. 
but it's a great thing to do outside. And then if they're all sticky, you can maybe just run the sprinkler, which is another fun activity, and let them run under the sprinkler. Our kids loved doing that, just playing under the sprinkler on a hot summer day. S'mores, maybe on a chilly evening. Have a little fire pit or build a little bonfire and make s'mores. You can even do it in the daytime. Um, it's a fun activity to do. Sidewalk chalk. We've got a big patio, and sometimes I'll get out sidewalk chalk and let the kids be creative. And then the next time it rains, it gets washed away. Get a big box, like a big refrigerator box, and let the kids make a house out of it. Let them make windows in it. And some kids would even get creative and put curtains in it. They could make, bring some little simple furniture, like little tykes furniture, into it. Um, just let them use their creativity. They could paint it, whatever. A tent. You can make a tent out of a blanket, or if you have a real tent, you can set it up and let the kids play tent for the week. It's a fun thing to do. My sister and I have great memories of doing that. We'd set a tent up in the backyard, and mom and dad would let us sleep in it every now and then. And it was just a fun activity to play house in a tent. Black beans. One of my daughters, I went to babysit her kids last week, I think, and she had a big sheet spread on her floor. And she had black, dry black beans, a big pile of them, and a bunch of excavators and things for her son to play the beans. He would, he would move all the beans with his little trucks and things. But you could do the same thing outside. Just put a big sheet down or a big blanket down, put your beans down, get your trucks and shovels. And she used a wire whisk for, I forget what tool that was. But anyway, get creative. There's so much fun you can do. Draw with chalk on sandpaper. It's amazing what it looks like. Um, the kids love to do that. It's a really neat look. Soap carving. Ivory soap works best for this because it floats. You can let them carve something out of it, and then they can float it in the bathtub when they take their bath. Now, I don't usually use ivory soap, but it's great because it floats. There might be some other soap that does that too, but the kids would love to make carvings. And then when they took a bath next time, it was fun to use their soap carving. But again, it's great to do it outside because you've got chips of soap getting on the, on the ground. Walnut boats. If you cut a walnut in half and then take the walnut out, fill the half of the walnut with soap, then get a toothpick, stick it into the soap, and make a little sail to attach to the toothpick, the kids can have walnut boats. They can float them in their waiting pool outside um, or a big tub. It's a fun activity to do. Raising tadpoles. In the spring, we try to find tadpole eggs and get a big tub and raise them, let the kids watch them turn into frogs, and then turn them back at the pond or wherever, creek or wherever you found them. Once they turn into frogs, turn them back to the environment they were raised in. Um, in the wintertime, um, we used to build igloos out of drywall mud buckets. My husband was a drywall contractor for years, and this was his idea. We had kind of a, one of those wet snows, and he packed it in drywall mud buckets and built an igloo, and wow, the kids had fun. They had a fort, and they stored all their snowballs and their igloos. Birdhouses, build birdhouses and watch birds. Um, one of my sons really got into this, and he found what kind of birds, like he attracted bluebirds. He found how far to put the bluebird house off the ground, what size to put the hole in the bluebird house, 
And I just noticed this spring we have bluebirds still, after all these years, out there using that bluebird house. And then you can watch them as they raise their babies. Blowing bubbles, that's something that's simple, but kids love to do it. A rebounder or a trampoline, it's another fun thing to do. Riding bikes, raking leaves. In the fall, we'll rake leaves, have a big uh, leaf pile, and the kids love to jump in it. But they love to rake the leaves, too. Bug collecting. I would let my kids collect bugs for a day. They could observe them and watch them, put them in a little bug house, and then turn them loose. Um, ice cream sundaes. That's a fun thing to do outside. Put a bunch of toppings, a bunch of ice cream, and let them build their own sundaes. A volcano in a sandbox. If you build up sand and you put uh, baking soda and then you dump vinegar on it, and put the food coloring in it. It will make a cool volcano. My kids love to do this. They would do it many times over. Okay, so that is 50 ideas. There's so many more I could go on and on, but I was hoping just to get your creative juices flowing. Some of these things we don't think that much about anymore because we're all tuned into our phones and the internet. So I hope you found that helpful. I hope that helped you think of some things that you can do to get your kids outdoors and enjoy that oxygen, enjoy that vitamin D. I think as Americans, we're all a little shy on vitamin D. Vitamin D helps us not to get disease, not to get sick. It's good for your kids to be out breathing the fresh air. So thanks for joining me today. We'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.